Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's on the box with Devlin and Brundage. Evening or morning, whatever it is, this is the third episode of On the Box, the greatest television discussion podcast in history. I'm Simon, obviously, and uh, that over there is Neil from Ireland. The uh, child. So, <laughs> the child. Neil the child from Ireland. As you may understand, I have no idea what you're saying, but, you know, bear with us. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> tonight we're uh, we're going to be discussing i don't know if you've uh, if you've listened to us before but we, we have a hall of fame section we have a recurring fernando torres award which gets transformed each week but we'll we'll, we'll ride it um and we're a main topic this evening is um the fall premieres and autumn american tv shows as generally is the main topic of our discussions um because it's uh, it's that time of year, September. So all the new bit, shows are coming out. We're trying to be a bit informative for a change. Yeah, I think I think we might put some links up on the uh, on the OTB Twitter. Yes, some YouTubes. Yes, such. it's YouTubes. What's a YouTube? <laughs> I'm kidding. I am kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Are you starting to your own old man jokes now? Yeah, the old old man. Because the irony is that I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of renowned for being a geek and full of tech. So so the whole old man thing doesn't quite. You know, I'm obviously old. I have a white beard, but it doesn't quite play where the tech stuff's concerned. All right, so let's get to this. What uh, what 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 shows are we looking forward to now? Well, well, I kind of I went on to a website called returndates.com. There's another bit of information for you. Everybody go to that if you want to find out when everything is coming back, what's on, at what time. But of course, we're we're going by the American schedule. Uh, I honestly couldn't be asked trying to figure out the UK schedule because it's a pain in the balls, to be fair. <laughs> and, 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 and as these things are, a lot, a lot of the shows don't get picked. Well, they, they might have been picked up, but they might not be airing in, in England until January or whatever. We don't fall in line with them. Gem- generally, second season. We do, don't we? If if it's a big show, second season will be on two or three days later. Yeah, it's like Ballers, for example, is on episode ten in America. And it's only like started. season's finished. Yeah, season's finished, and it's only started here on Sky Atlantic at the weekend, isn't it? Yeah, I think I heard somebody talk about that today. So that's like ten, eleven weeks behind already. Do you know what I mean? That's just one show. So, but but so there's a few. So have a look, check it out. We'll put some. I'll I'll, uh, I'll put one on today. We'll uh, we'll keep it updated with uh, with the good stuff that's coming on. My favorite, probably my favorite current uh, 
of those those shows like different um genres my 30 minute comedy taste is uh my, my favorite is the league I don't know if you've seen it. It's a little bit about fantasy football, American fantasy football, but it's yeah. it's, it's, a, it's best friends and it's hilarious. And it it started again last night, which is brilliant. Have you seen it? I've not seen it. Wh- which season is that in? No, I've seen it on season on seven. Seven. Season Jeez. seven it is brilliant. The writing is phenomenal. It's kind of. Have you seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I've not seen it, but I have a friend who is obsessed with it. The reason I'm not watching it is Charlie Day. I'll just put it out there now. Yeah, I, I don't cannot enjoy stand either. that guy. <laughs> I don't enjoy it either. My wife, my wife liked it, but and, and it's probably a little bit uh, more slapstick than the league. But but it's still it's still quite wordy. So I would have it as a um, an Aaron Sorkin, yeah, uh, version yeah. of comedy. Do you have to get football? You have to no 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 no. You don't have to get American football at all, at all. I watched it because I did get American football. So if you do, it's you know it might be a, a a little incentive, a little connection. Um, each week they they typically have like a world famous world if you like American football. Um, star comes on. Um, at some point, one of the so so basically, the premise of the show is that um, it lasts the length of the American football season. Mm-hmm. And there are these uh, th- typically eight characters, uh, husband and wife, and then best friends for the last twenty years. And they play. They do. They, they each ep- the each season starts with a draft, their fantasy league draft, and then um, each episode is a week of the season. That's how it works on how their game went that so season because they're playing a head-to-head league. Thing. Yes, kind of like in a real-time thing. And then they have playoff in the last episode, and they they have this trophy. It's hilarious. It's very, very funny. Uh, so give that a watch, definitely. And there's another show that started last night. It's second season called You're the Worst, which might be a bit more appealing to uh, people that aren't necessarily so much into uh, American sports. It's, a, it's It's got an English guy in it, and he's like a writer that went to the States, and they end up with this obscure, hot ginger bird, and they do it all over the place. And But it's 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 quite amusing. It's, it's much more of an English taste comedy than a, an American Friends kind of style. Is it one of those things where it's like an exceedingly hot redhead? It seems Gosh. to be the only way redheads work. It's either really one direction or really the other direction. It really is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. No, no offense to any redheads out there. I'm sure you're all on the, the positive spectrum of that. <laughs> yeah, it's always some like obscure, fat-looking, freckled thing or this beautiful hottie. Yeah, like an Angie Everhart. Yeah, she is one of those. Which is so that's good. Uh, what else we got? We we've got. Well, think... my my favorite, I think, is going to be uh, the leftovers. We'll, we'll go we'll go through this chronologically at some point. But my my favorite is going to be the leftovers. I know you don't like the leftovers. I do not like the leftovers. That's coming out uh, October fourth. Yeah, uh, it was. It's been my favorite new show of the past couple of years because. It's for for nobody for anybody who hasn't watched it. It's about uh, basically the rapture. Well, what everyone in the show thinks is the rapture. So a certain percentage of the population on a day just disappear, poof, up, gone, and then the whole show is about those who got left behind. Hence the leftovers. And the main thing that I really liked about the show, I know you don't like the dialogue and stuff, but 
I like the fact that they're not trying to figure out what happened. It's more concentrated on how what happened affected everybody that got left behind, which I think is kind of different. Yeah, no, I like the premise of the show. I absolutely really like the premise of the show. We watched the first series. I, I, it kind of lost me by the end of the first series, to be fair. Mm. Um, but it happens. I, I don't have a lot of tolerance. It's kind of the opposite of The Returned. Have you seen that? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. I know what it is. Basically, it's basically dead people just randomly start coming back for no reason. Yeah, I, I kind of link these kind of shows together. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I just, um, I just find with a lot of those shows like Lost and The Dome and all these things, it's all something happens and everyone's like, let's try and find out the mystery of what happened. But this is more focused on emotionally how this affects people and how religious cults and things would spring up out of this and how... The whole smoking thing, that white smoking people. Yeah, thing. exactly. And then people who don't talk and things, and then people who say, "Oh, like I'm, I'm the chosen one." Yeah, yeah. Oh, so there's another one of those those hot gingers in there. She's not so hot anymore, but um, Amy, the mom with the curly hair. Oh, yeah, that's the one who used to be in judging Amy. Judging Amy, yes. How do you remember judging Amy? That's one of my my, my childhood guilty pleasures. No, I wasn't a child. I was like 25 at the time, but uh, midday what? lunch. Along with Charmed, one of those things. Yeah, oh yes, <laughs> one of the Charmed. Isn't it hot redhead in that too? Yeah, I had no idea I had a thing for redheads, but apparently do. Judging Amy, she's because she's like she's she's probably ten years older than me, I reckon. Yeah, I think she's getting getting on a bit now. She's you're what sixty, so she'd maybe what? Yeah, she's like seventy three. She was <laughs> she was in she was uh, she was like a proper hottie in uh, back in the day in NYPD Blue. I don't I don't think I've ever seen her as a hottie. <laughs> no, 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 no. God, that's just that's a bit of a stretch. And then, but but to you, she'd be like Aniston. Oh, right, I see. Fine. So, so she's still within the realms of being hot, even though she's really old compared to you. She's like a, a fine wine, I say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Over the age. Sharon but, Stone kind of. Yeah. But back to the back to the leftover, it's just I, I just find it so I just find it a lot more refreshing than a lot of other shows. It's not really recycled garbage. Well, it's it's from a book. The first series is based entirely on a short novel and it runs all to the end of season one and then stops at the end of that novel. So season two is going to be Uncharted Territory. Uh, I don't really want to spoil it, but it's the, the location of it and everything changes, which isn't in the book or anything. So I might actually give it a watch. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, re- a reboot within itself. So it... I'm intrigued. The you know the whole American TV show thing. Mm. I'm sure we talked about this in the first episode that they get uh, with the Fernando Torres Award that they come up with a great idea, great concept, brilliant story, but they don't know how many episodes they're going to get. So they put the really good stuff in, and then like around episode 15, when they're not sure if they're going to get picked up or not, it goes to crap. And then they bring the good stuff up again at the end to set up the second series or to finish the finish the end of the series if it's going to end that way. It's always teasing you. I yeah. always find. And then the thing is, as well with American TV shows is when they fi- when they tease you to the point you get where you want and then you're, fi- you're fine with that. Yeah. And then they continue it on and get, keep going and you're like, I already got what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? This yeah, is just they can dumb. be a little bit dumb. Yeah. It's kind of like, have you, you haven't seen the third Hobbit movie, have you? No. I think I'm probably halfway through the first one. It's, isn't it like 17 hours long? Yeah, it's like they have like the last like ten pages made into a three-hour movie. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure I read the book quicker than I watched the first movie. Yeah, it's long. It's definitely long. But it's just it's just no example of putting in filler, filler, filler just to get 
bums on seats get money. Yeah. And it ruins stuff. the entire integrity of it, you know what I mean? Because you can do both. It's the, that, that's, it's the perfect uh, segue into uh, the new shows, that, a couple of new shows that are coming out, Minority Port. That's, you know, back, back in the day when it was a movie, it was high special effects, but also had the nice concept behind it as well. Mm. Um, and they've turned that into a movie, into a TV show. This time Tom Cruise becomes, um, no, actually it doesn't become, I thought when I, fir- I, I quickly flicked through it when I first got it and I just presumed, um, as this sad generalization, uh, that I'm, I'm more than happy to make this judgment that they lazily replaced this handsome white middle-aged action guy with this hot young black girl, but they haven't. It's actually a really completely different show. Did you watch it? Yeah, I've, I've watched the pilot. Uh, and of course, I, I really like real legal, real legal way. I watched the, t- <laughs> the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should be, these companies are just happy with us talking about it. They, 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 uh, a lot of the big companies released the, last year. They did it first time, but they've done it again this time. And on the same day in August, right at the beginning of August, they released, um, some of the really high profile pilots for download or if they didn't release them they just happen to be put onto the places one might download from on the same day accidentally Um, by their dropbox password by mistake (laughs) exactly and so they can get some buzz to see how they are and and uh one of the shows lucifer oh yes you're telling me lucifer i really enjoyed it but they recast from the original pilot they've recast the main character yeah you you were telling me which which way is it you don't like the guy they I, have now? I liked the original guy, and they've replaced him. So, and so why? I don't know. I, I presume. I presume he didn't get good feedback. That's what I'm saying. That you know they do. Um, they do like test uh, audiences, don't they? Yeah. Uh, with with all TV shows, they'll go and put it before a test audience to see what the response is. I think they've found a better way to to reach a broader audience um, by releasing them and download and see what the buzz is. They just look at the social networks and see what people's, people are it's saying cheaper. about these things, don't they? It's cheaper. On a much grander scale. And he obviously didn't get good feedback. Yeah. Uh, it's the, guy, the new guy is the guy from Arrow, isn't it? The, the guy Sebastian Blood from Arrow. Did you watch uh, Arrow? Uh, I, yeah, love that. I love Arrow. Tom yeah. Ellis. Oh, no. Oh, that was awesome. They changed him back. It's changed again? Yeah. <laughs> Just, That's just, okay. Did you, did you write a letter? Yeah, <laughs> I was completely no. It's, no it's, this is this is just because of we do these things remotely from internet. Um, IMDb got it wrong, and now IMDb have got it right. So that's awesome. I will watch it now. After all, the guy is an English guy, Tom Ellis, who who is Lucifer, and he's brilliant. And he was only in the pilot on IMDb, and when we looked it up, and we were talking about it last time, and then then uh, Kevin Alejandro from uh, Arrow, the bad guy in in uh, Arrow. Yeah, um, he was a mayor at some stage or something, wasn't he? A policing guy, so I don't know. Yeah, he ended up being the dude. Well, I don't put know. a mask on it, didn't he? Yeah, it didn't. It didn't don't really want to spoil it for everybody. Oh yeah, because well, <laughs> that was a that was one of those things you I weren't suppose. supposed to know. Um, I'm barely even listening to what I'm saying, so I wouldn't expect. I wouldn't worry about what people are thinking. Um, and he, I, yeah, on IMDb they said uh, he was the he was the Lucifer, but they now they've tagged it. And, and then changed it, so it's all good. The premise is this: Lucifer is a, he's the main star, so obviously there's going to be like a good angle of Lucifer rather than he is. He is a very charming son of the devil, basically. I, and so he's not, not the devil himself, then. 
Uh, well, of the of the great dark spirit. Ah, uh, so it's that's too religious for me. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of not. Yeah, it's religious if charmed is religious. There's the charmed reference, and there'll probably be two more during the show as well. But uh, but yeah, this is a good versus evil. This is a I don't know, but it was very it was smart. He's a very charismatic guy, and uh, there's a couple of hotties in there as well for everybody. So you know, everyone's a winner. Of course, there's a little hot. Which network is this on? Okay. CW, any chance? No. No, no, no. It's not CW. It is on. Let me see. I have no idea. I can't. It doesn't tell me. IMDb is not telling me everything. But it's IMDb is giving it an eight point eight. There you go. That's that's just from the pilot, obviously, from people who have not yeah. seen it. <laughs> yeah, and and, and uh, if you ever use the IMDb app, which is amazing, it's one of the great apps on the on any iOS device is um more you like more like this uh alongside more like this is supergirl one of the other pilots coming out which you're not too fond of uh, is on the cw and is everything you expect from cw is really basically is the same show they put on the cw there's a heroine being a girl that is good at stuff and pretty and she gets boyfriends if she wants or she has that you know broken heart and it's a self-discovery. And she's pretty. And she just happens. <laughs> yeah, she's really pretty. And there are lots of really pretty people in it. And she just happens to be Supergirl in this one. That's the setting. So so whereas normal TV shows are created uh, with a premise and a story, CW shows are created with a pretty their face. pretty face, <laughs> boyfriend, girlfriend, and they'll just apply dressing. To that so they're just a, so basically it's a costume party for boyfriends and girlfriends the cw and uh and this is gossip girl in tights with a cape you could, you could kind of well you could kind of apply that to arrow considering look, i'm not yeah. that way inclined but Stephen amell is obviously quite attracted to the opposite sex Do you know yeah I mean? and and he i tell you what that um the guys that own crossfit they they owe arrow a huge debt that he's made a fortune for crossfit which is crossing over into my world um, because of the way he trained on screen. People went, "What the hell is that?" Did you, you know, you know the uh, the pull up, the jumping pull ups, the, the, sal- the salmon jump or whatever it is. You yeah, call? there you go. Yeah, but it's just oh. ridiculous. And he's doing it. He's actually doing it. Like, oh no yeah, yeah, he's doing it. Yeah. Like, he's but it's, it. it's not actually quite as hard as you think it is. Um, but it, <laughs> it's, it, it, it was like, wow, I'd never seen it before. At the time, I was like, what the hell is that? And and then people saw it. Where is it? CrossFit. Let me go to the CrossFit gym and be like him. Yeah, and he does. Do you ever? You don't follow him on Facebook or anything, do you? No. He posts his workout videos like nearly every day. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know how he finds time to act badly. To I'm, gonna tell, I'm gonna tell my wife. Is he is he a scally? I literally don't know anybody. I don't I, I don't have a any form of uh, interest in any celebrity. I'm set, very sad. I apologize. I don't even know why I follow him. It looks bad on me now. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. You, you do sound like a little girl. My, uh, the, the, it's, it's one of those things with social media, isn't it, that we, we're going off a tangent here, as is very often the case. Wouldn't be a social me- with Yeah, with social media that you uh, Twitter, with Facebook, everybody has a very different um, experience with it. My, my experience with Twitter is entirely different from my wife's. My wife basically peruses a magazine of photos 
Mm-hmm. That's like a string of cosmopolitan. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally that's 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 exactly what Twitter is is for her. She doesn't interact in any way. She just looks at pictures of famous people. That's why everybody's so engaged, though. It's because yeah, it's a bit for everybody. It's everything that you want in one place. Like the arguments I get in with my other half about being on social media is just ridiculous. Get off Twitter. I have a. She bought me a T-shirt which was actually supposed to be an insult and a hint. And I wear it, <laughs> and it says, "It says on it, I Twitter on the shitter." <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> and she, it was meant as it was a cloaked, it was a hint, it was yeah, a yeah, yeah. get off Twitter. But I went, "That's a nice shirt," and I wore it. <laughs> Very cool. Shitter. <laughs> where did you see where I get that from? Because I would quite like to wear it to my in-laws' house. Mm. She got it on play. What used to be play dot com, Rakuten, or whatever the heck that is now. Do you remember play. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember. I, I get, I get emails still from PlayAsia.com. Yeah, that was well. That might be a different thing altogether. Uh, it's not. <laughs> they, they, it's, it's the same thing. It's nothing seedy. But apart from they, they try and email me about getting uh, vouchers for iTunes and stuff like that. American versions. Just annoy the crap out of you. Which is how I legally pay to stream all of these things, these TV shows that I watch. Legally. Yeah, legally. Mm-hmm. We had a discussion, didn't we, about how much you pay on. Yeah, a fortune. I do genuinely pay a fortune to Mr. FX is listening or Mr. HBO if you're, you know, listening to this stuff. I'm perfectly legal. It's and I think it's just a travesty over here the way Sky's like the, your only option. Do you know what I mean? It's I, I like the way Netflix and Amazon are now coming in and saying, Nope, this is ridiculous. Seventy pounds, ninety pounds a month. That's ridiculous. Pay us a tenner and you can watch good quality shows. Absolutely. And and to be fair, they've they made Sky pick up the game. Yeah. Yeah, in the last six months, the Sky revolutionised their their software on their on their um, box and the way that, that you can watch TV. Last week they updated so that if you turn on a movie channel, whatever the movie is, you can begin the movie at the beginning if you want to. Ah, uh, but like BBC iPlayer. There you go. Yeah, and they've upped their game in terms of programming as well. Do you remember they brought out what was it, the one in the snow? Do you remember it? The what? The show that show that they recently brought out on Sky Atlantic. Oh, the um, that yeah, that thing with the um, you know the those big pets that breathe fire. No, what? No, the one that. <laughs> <laughs> no, the what? Did you not see this? The one that they brought out in Sky Atlantic. It was like based in Alaska or something. It was all like a murder mystery. Oh my Spreckles god, that was the- weird. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't get what it was about at all. They found some. Did they find find some dinosaur bones? Or yes, they find like a mammoth or something. I got lost halfway through it. But they've kind of like upped their game now, and making their own programming. Since Netflix are now making their own programming, Amazon are making their own pro- programming. Sky uh, can't really rely on the the networks anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it is good, but they keep, they do keep robbing our American shows, and and thankfully they're coming over a bit quicker than they used to. So there's probably a little bit less reason to be um, doing anything that you shouldn't be that might get you into trouble. Yeah, Game of Thrones, for example, is only on like a day later, isn't it? Next night, yeah, next night. Yeah. I think even the premiere is on at the same time, isn't? It? Yeah, they start at the same time, and the and the um, the finale is on the same time as well. You can watch them which is great. 24 was the beginner of this. But we've, I'm pretty sure we've covered that before. What else have, uh, what else have we got coming up? Uh, do you want to go down through it? Oh, we sort of made a list of the ones we were Limitless. In. Limitless was the other one I was going to uh, talk about with Minority Report because it's, you know, it's, all, it's another big budget movie 
pretty movie, but was really quite a smart movie as well. And uh, I watched the other night. I after you were talking about it, I actually went and watched it again. I I, I didn't like it the first time, but I've I kind of I liked it a lot better this time round. I thought it was a, it was a greatly underrated movie. I what? sort of love hate with Bradley Cooper. I'm not, <laughs> not sure on him. Some, some yeah, I can see that. Brilliant, and some things I'm just like, nah. Just have you nah. have you seen uh, Hot Wet American Summer? No. Wet Hot American Summer. I got it the wrong way around. Um, I yeah, that's, it was his first. It was his <laughs> first uh, movie straight from university, and it was like a big pastiche comedy set in the seventies um, of summer camp. With lots of, they've gone on oh, to be very, very famous. Paul Rudd. I know what you're talking about. No, they've actually released the new series of that. And... Yeah, exactly. They've yes. just released the new series. It was a movie, and they've released a series about it. And it's got the same cast, even though they're all like 20 years older. Exactly. Well, they were all old in the first place, which th- that was part of the premise of it being funny. But yeah, they've got the same cast apart from the change, the hot girl to Lake Bell from some, which was a good choice from some woman I'd never heard of. Yeah, I've watched, I've watched the first episode of this. It's got the girl out of Mighty Ducks in it as well. Yeah, 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 you're right. And oh. uh, Parks and Rec, because they're all kind of a gang together. They all they all do the same shows. It's, it's kind of, the, they're the quirky comedy from America. You either like that stuff or you don't. Amy Poehler. Um, yeah, I don't like her. Janine Garofalo. Amy, you don't like Parks and Rec? I've, I've watched a couple of episodes and I didn't really know where it was going. I, I probably need to get more into it. If you watch, if you only give two episodes of the of the Office, you'll think it's crap. Mm. Yeah, well, because it's about characters; it's not about jokes. Yeah. So you have to get an uh, an affection for each character to then cringe, but hope it's better, and you know you feel for them. You have to. It's an it's an emotional comedy. Yeah, and, you touched and you sort of... yeah, you have to because they don't have they don't have the big jokes and there's nobody particularly hot in them either. And uh, and Parks and Rec is one of those. No, 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 no. But she was she was. We watched the uh, the making of the original movie, which is brilliant. It's on Netflix. You should watch that more than the movie. And um, <laughs> and she was Amy Poehler was tiny. She was like a size zero. And now look at her. It's not really. <laughs> I like big butts. What can I say? <laughs> she went on Saturday Night Live, didn't she? That's she, she did. No, she, yeah, she, no, she was on Saturday Night Live in the first place. Yeah, no, all of the all of the cast from the um, big hot wet American summer. They've been in loads of stuff. Michael Ian Black, you'll have seen him in lots of stuff. He's he's kind of a weird looking guy. He was in uh, Ed, which is the third of my um, Judge and Amy and uh, Charmed lunchtime viewings. <laughs> at least you know what to do with, with work. The, the, uh, <laughs> the yeah with with the boss from Flash oh yes that guy he was, in, the guy, he was Ed the guy in the wheelchair yes the guy in the wheelchair yes. he is Ed see I didn't give anything away yes the guy in the wheelchair you give something away how I look I'm happy for a spoiler oh, I'll tell you what what can we give away about the about Homeland Homeland starts on, on the same day as the leftovers I can't believe they're giving it another another series. I have to say, I thought it was cancelled. Uh, my girlfriend watches it, and I said, "I said, are you going to miss Homeland?" This year? She said, it's coming back, and I was like, "Was it not cancelled?" How? <laughs> I got How? A, I I got it mixed up with the following because the following got cancelled. Yeah, and they're but both the Homeland same was brilliant. The first series of Homeland was brilliant. 
Yeah, and the se- the first series of fo- the following was great, but then it's like the same thing where they get to the end and they're like, "What do we do now?" <laughs> I thought the following, the the premise of the following was really smart, and if they'd have only if they'd have set out to make one series, it's one of those that could have been a really good series. But I thought by the end of the series, it was already crap. I thought the the premise and the beginning of it was really really good. It's just that they got picked up and decided they had to drag it all out. I think it would have been a great movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Series. I think so too. Yeah, when he gets out of prison, then it just sort of falls on its ass. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They go to that house, and then it's just silly. Yeah, Although just got, Exactly, it got silly, and I have no time for these shows that start off being smart and then end up being silly in the middle because they don't have enough. It does have Natalie's A in it, though, which is quite worth the watch. <laughs> Do you know who she is yet? I, d- I don't. No, she she was in Dirty Sexy Money as well. Uh, she's in like loads of things. Uh, she's she's the, the wife, well, the love interest in the following. I know who she is. Yeah, Kevin I'm just, Bacon likes I'm just her. looking at her now. Yeah, yeah she's, she's all right. Oh no, she's she's a fine wine. She looks like she's got a big nose. Um, she's a bit skinny. She's a bit skinny for my liking. Fine wine, Simon. Fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> just, she's like she's like a baby sham, I think. Too, she's too skinny because you're too old. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the case. What, what uh, else have we got coming? The the affair. The affair. Yes, I love. Are you are you a fan of the affair? The affair's like the Notebook. I think that was the premise. I think that was the plan to make it like the Notebook. Don't insult me. That <laughs> <laughs> you like the affair. I think there's it's no, everything you need to. There's no Ryan Gosling in sight. There's no people crying. There's no people dying. There's quite a lot of people. See, I don't even know that's what's in the notebook. I just, I just know the first ten minutes was so boring, and I stopped watching. I'm just l- listing off tropes that are normally in these things: <laughs> <laughs> people dying, tears, hot man. <laughs> so I'm fascinated to see where the affair goes, given that they've had you, the affair. Did you watch the entire first season? I will probably watch the first four and skim through the rest because you can. Shall I give everybody a sort of a... Synopsis? Oh, yeah. I think that's a good idea. The affair, I would say The Affair is one of... Why I like it is because it's something I can watch with my other half and it's probably best watched with your other half, uh, especially if your other half is a different gender than you are. So yeah. uh, your wife, your girlfriend... your boy. Or if you're a girl, just watch it on your own. <laughs> very funny anyway uh, the whole show is it's an hour long but it's cut into 30 minute segments so the first 30 minutes you'll see what happened uh, from the guy's point of view he's telling the story so at the start they're in a police station so they're telling the, the story to the, to the cops so they're both in two different rooms these two people who have had an affair so the guy tells his side of the story for the first 30 minutes and then you'll get exactly the same storyline with, of course, other scenes and stuff that you see because the guy wasn't there for the next 30 minutes and it's slightly different than it was. So there's a bit of bias going on either way. So at the end of the show, you and your other half end up fighting over who was telling the truth. So yeah, okay. Makes sense. Yeah, I, don't, I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah, so you usually it's supposed to be set up that the... the your significant other will side with, in my case, the woman, and whereas in, I will side with, it's the guy out of the wire, McNulty out of the wire. Yeah, McNulty out of the wire, who is also Fred West. In, yes. In the, yeah, that's all. I, I just see him as Fred West because he literally looks like Fred West. 
<laughs> and it's got uh, Ruth, uh, Ruth Wilson, Wilson from Luther. Yes, Luther, which and I was got pa- and Pacey. Oh yes, from Dawson's um, Creek. Yes, who's actually turned out to be the better actor, oddly yeah. enough. Joshua Jackson, I think you call him, isn't it? Joshua Jackson, yeah. Yes. and it's it's got it's got one of the uh, nurses from ER in as well. Yes, she's the wife. She's McNulty's wife. I'm just going to call him McNulty because that's who he is to me. <laughs> I know his name's not that. Yeah, yeah, you have to do. Yeah, he's Fred West. You have to do a, a wire, definitely a wire episode, just chatting about the wire. Uh, the I had planned to do the wire, but something it just happened. got it just got away from you. It just got yeah. away from you. There's still plenty of time. Supposed to be out last week, but it got away. But it so is- any, anybody anybody listening that wants to come onto the wire episode, give us a shout on the box podcast on Twitter. So um, keep going, keep going. You're nearly there. Yeah. Uh, so the affair, uh, it sort of starts off. You don't know what's happening. You get, you get the whole story, the rigmarole of how they met. You'll sort of get the thing where she's, she's saying he led her on. He said she led her on. You have to sort of make up your mind whether that's what happened or not. And then it gets to the end and it's sort of like, sort of like one of those things. Well, so many months later or whatever, which I think is where the season two is going to go. So what happened afterwards? So I'm not I'm not fully sure where season two is going to go, because it's not like it le- it didn't end on a cliffhanger or anything, which is probably a good thing because as we were saying earlier, like when they get to these things and have a cliffhanger and then they trundle along and have a cliffhanger and then they trundle along and have a cliffhanger, it's not really like that. No, I think it was the affairs of book as well, isn't it? I'm not who sure. Who knows? Who knows these days? Because the TV <laughs> TV show comes out and then the book appears. So I'm never quite sure if the book just comes back into the charts because the TV show is on, the or the movies come charts. out, or the book was already out, already famous in the first place, or it just came out. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, you're already not, a book book to accompany it. You're not sure if the book was there before, or it's just like a rejacketed thing, or what's what's going on basically. Yeah, exactly. But either way, these two have an affair, and without doubt, it's always the woman's fault because the woman always decides. So, <laughs> so this. Anybody tweet, tweet hate about that one? Just Simon Brundish on Twitter. <laughs> Leave me out of it. <laughs> what? What is it that, that that women have the power? They do. Well, I, I'm not getting into battle of the sexes. That's for the affair to do. Oh yeah, we should do a pod on that as well. Uh, so yeah, watch the affair. It's qu- it's quite it's another quite wordy thing as well. It's it's, it's more of a literary show than uh, than than most American shows for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, very what, it's a bit like. In, uh, I would put it in a similar category to uh, it's not political, but uh, you have to have some kind of brain, like The Good Wife. Do you yes. watch The Good Wife? I do watch The Good Wife, which you, I get a lot of flack for. Do you watch The Good Wife? I do not watch The Good Wife. I it's not because I hate it; it's because we never quite give it time with these with these series. How they come every year and uh, full time, um, we usually pick four, five, six, seven, whatever. How how much time we have to watch in a week. And we, I, I look through the re- reviews or through the synopsis, see what they're like, and we make a choice. And very often there is more than one. We talked about it last time that the there might be more than one show about a similar topic. Mm-hmm. So, so pick the yeah, one exactly. So we'll pick one, and or we might watch the first episode of two, and then decide which one we like and leave the other one. And we very often get it wrong. <laughs> Not from as far as I'm concerned. We often pick the right one, and it ends up getting cancelled anyway. Um, but I think this one was a political thing, and 
I can't remember the show we were watching. Oh God, the wife was watching Scandal. That's where it came from. And she so she kept Scandal and uh, yeah. left the Good Wife. So we might. Uh, I'm sure at some point we'll get around to the Good Wife because by all accounts it's really really good. It might be the best show on TV by by. Uh, some people would say, yeah. And yeah this, critics' opinion. This is back on, these are all on the same day, so The Affair, Good Wife, Homeland, and The Leftovers are all on the 4th of October. Yeah, leave. I would leave over Homeland if I were you and watch the other two. Yeah, I'd just get rid of it. Uh, the Good Wife, I didn't watch The Good Wife until about six months ago, and I watched the all five seasons in about five weeks. Nice. Because I'd ran out of shows. It was that time of the year where everything was winding down. So it was maybe maybe the only thing on was uh, Game of Thrones once a week. So I had ah, time. That's a killer. Yeah, it's one of the, it's the beauty of like Netflix, isn't it, and, and Amazon Prime now that you can stumble upon shows that you missed, and then you can just you know you can box set them. Mm-hmm. And I got catch up. I always thought The Good Wife was. Uh, I don't mean to say this, but a woman's show. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's like Scandal. Theme. It was on Living or something like that. Yeah. It's not at all. But honestly, if you love law in any way at all, you should love The Good Wife because it's sort of like it's procedural. It's like each episode is there's a there's a tiny bit of story overarching through it, but each one is different. It's like a cop show. Like there'll be one case yeah. after one case after one case. Each episode's different. So if you love law and you love lawyers and all that, it is great. There's a little overturn. There's like political thing going on in the background and there's a bit of uh, domestic thing going on in the back- background as well to keep it all sort of knitted together but it I is like, I like a, an arc to the yeah. storyline as well it's an arc that's not slapping you in the face all the time which I, yeah. I like I, t- I, tell you, I know what we were watching now Blue Bloods yeah they, I... they start at the same time is that still and on? it's still on yes I'm just looking it's, def- it's, uh, it's definitely returning as well Tom Selleck and his magic moustache yeah <laughs> Must be fun and, that show on his own, <laughs> and, the, and one of the new kids on the block. Ah, oh, yes, uh, Donny Wahlberg, isn't it? Yeah, Donny Wahlberg, and um, at some point, the woman that was married to Tom Brady. Another, another uh, American sports reference. Is that Jennifer Esposito or whatever you call her? No, um, Bridget Moynihan. Ah, yes, the sister. Sister, she's hot. Yeah, she's a, a hot, lawyer. skinny woman. Yes. I remember. (laughs) I watched this for the first season, I think, and then fell out of it. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I was just like, this is not really happening for me. Yeah, no, I can see that. Oh, I tell you what, I'm looking at looking at these shows. We've got uh, to go along with those, uh, like quite big. The, they're, they're, that's probably the most famous week um, of because they're three big shows. They are Good Wife, Homeland, and Leftovers. We probably got and the affair, the blacklist. That's another big budget syndicated around the world mo- uh, TV show. That's absolute dross. You don't like it, no? Oh, brutal! Absolute. You have to. It's 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 all of those things that. 24 became without without the smart premise that 24 started off 24 whether it's whether you loved it or hated it it revolutionized tv mm-hmm. in how it was shot blacklist yep. jesus christ really james spader is wonderful for the first series you can't watch anything else because everything else in that show is absolutely terrible even down to the hot girl with fake long hair for no reason <laughs> the being girl <laughs> she's she like what, what, what relevance does this have to the story that you've got this really bad hair this really bad hair extensions so you're just watching it the whole time going why what annoyed me was there's a massive elephant in the room in this show all about who she is in relation to him yeah and the, and the elephant's really obvious yeah but they're still like throwing it around as if it's some sort of mystery and everyone's like we get it already like I don't care if I'm spoiling it or not. She's second episode. She's his daughter, and it's really obvious that she's his daughter. The, they aren't like, subtle about it. No, uh, but they're still throwing it around, and they're they have like all these uh, cliffhangers of, oh, is she going to find out? Are we going to find out? But it's it's thrown, it's thrown around in like a Clark Kent kind of yeah. Superman way. And is she he knows really well. is he really Superman? <laughs> is but he has got glasses on, so it might not be. Yeah, and she knows. That's the other thing as well. Yeah. Is like she clearly knows as well. And then they tried to like uh, add another bit of mystery to it with her boyfriend, husband yep. thing. Which is he an not... FBI agent? Is he an ag- Is he a spy? What? It's just a terrible show. Should never have got back. It's. Just, I can't believe they get the. I can't believe there is enough money in the world with all of the stuff going on that needs money to pay for that shite. I think it's just James Spader is just carrying it on his own, isn't he? It's highly, and he 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 was tremendous for the first series. I yeah, I, I like. We watch most of it, and it it, it kind of segues on to this, the new show, The Blind Spot. I was looking about. exactly that because it kind of reminded me when I was watching the pilot of The Blind Spot. Uh, it was reminding me of that because it's that bit of mystery at the start, and it's uh, for people who don't know what The Blind Spot is. It's going to be this new show where a girl just turns up in the middle of uh, Times Square. Times Square, yeah. Uh, we're covered in tattoos. Nobody knows who she is, where she come from, whatever. But each tattoo seems to point towards. So it's crossover with Prison Break. Yes, the whole tattoo thing. <laughs> like so, so there is something. Each tattoo means something. Yeah. And without giving too much away, because it's in the first episode, the parts of the story are all linked to this the, to the tattoos. So, so like uh, the somebody sending a message with all of the the clues are on this woman's body. And she has no idea. It, yeah, she just, might be complicit. She might not. But but her memory's been removed. Yeah, she's full of a, some sort of drug that takes away some parts of her. Me- conveniently takes away some parts of her memories, but let lets her still have abilities and to walk and to yeah. to yeah, yeah, and other such things as well that become useful probably as a story. She has useful motor skills. Let's say yes, and she is the girl out of Thor, isn't she? 
She is. She is not the Natalie Natalie Portman girl out of Thor, but the one no. that dresses up as a Thor person. Yes, a Viking girl. If there yeah. is such a thing as a Viking girl. <laughs> yeah, so another hottie that's getting a good job. Yeah, and I like that pilot uh, because I sat down this week and watched Minority Report and I watched The Blind Spot. And personally, I didn't like Minority Report. I know you love it. I really like the premise behind it. I like the I like the whole that we're not giving anything away by saying you can just read it on IMDb. But the precogs, those those three people, the Emily, one of those English ginger people, she the uh, actresses, she was she played the part in um, in the actual main Minority Report, like white people without eyes, that um, without our eyebrows that lie in milk and predict the future. And basically, it's <laughs> the do. three of them. That's their story. It's they get released, and it's it's fifty years in the future, and uh, it's what happens to them. Yeah, and pre pre crimin was pre crime pre crime has stopped. It's been yeah. abolished. Yeah, you you kind of have to have seen the movie, which you really should anyway, because it's a fantastic movie. It's really underrated. Uh, it's at the end of it, they end up in a house in the middle of nowhere, and pre crimes disbanded and everything because it doesn't work. Uh, because Obviously, people have choice, and then it's just one of the one of the guys gets bored. So there's two brothers, Dash, and I'm not sure what the other one's called. Derek. It was um, a really boring English name. I'm pretty sure it was Derek. <laughs> Dash and then Derek, <laughs> and the sister Agatha. But uh, Dash leaves the two of them. We're not sure where the brother is, but we know he's left Agatha, and he's come back to the city, and he's a bit bored. So he wants to use his abilities to help people. Not, it's not Derek, it's Arthur. There you go. It's equally boring. Sorry I, to I anybody. I told you, old Arthur. English name. <laughs> Sorry, anybody Anybody called Arthur directed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets bored and then he comes back and he wants to help people. But of course, the, he, does, he can't work on his own. Uh, you need the three precogs to get the full Im- image and name. So of course he's only got like a little tiny bit of the story. So then it becomes an, another sort of cop drama type thing. So that's when he needs Megan Good, who's another CW type actress. <laughs> is she? Is she been in CW stuff? No, but she looks like she could be on CW. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Uh, so she's a, she's a detective. So she's the female. She, she was in Californication. Yeah, she was. She, she was the rapper. Californication is great, but yeah, she was one of the hotties. Uh, hottie. Yeah, the rappers. Girlfriend, yeah, Girlfriend. and who he got off with, not to ruin anything. <laughs> I think well, she got, if, if there was she a got girl off in it and it wasn't his daughter, she got off with him. Exactly. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, he uh, so he teams up with her and then they have to solve crime together, so... Again. So I, I think I, I think it was smarter than you do and making Good's got a great ass and tight trousers, so, you know, Big there's pl- plenty to see in there. I, I just find it. I just find the dialogue a bit clunky and the whole sort of thing a bit. Like, there's a bit where he's in the in her house and he's going through her photo album, and there's like a really like overused gag. I'll not spoil what it is. You yeah, know, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And it's yeah. really. It's sort of like. Well, that's a bit like. I'm, it's a bit trite. It's a bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that. My God, uh, Megan Good is thirty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's been around for a while. Jesus, I thought she was like 20. No, she's been around for a while. I think she's had a bit of work done too. Maybe. Fair play to her. I don't think those lips are real. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. No, yeah. no, they've, they've got Apolo- bigger. Apologies, Megan. I think you're hot. They've got bigger over time. I think she's doing the whole Kylie Jenner thing, sticking her lips uh, in a... I don't know who Kylie Jenner is, but I presume it's some form of celebrity, and uh, I, that's not a line we're talking about. We'll do a reality show. We'll do a reality show, one a pod, just once to get them out of the way for sure. And with my great crescendo of of killing them all and Running Man, the real Running Man, um, <laughs> with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, that. How awesome would that be? Get them all. But let's let's let genuinely let's save that. I've got I've got I I've thought about this in great detail of what I would do to celebrities in a celebrity show. On celebrities in gold spandex suits. <laughs> On Running Man, be. getting <laughs> chased and killed by famous people. How awesome would that be? A big fan um, chainsaw. Oh my God! Don't. Um, we're, we're talking about a much much better TV show than anything we've mentioned so far. Uh, but but it actually kind of kind of goes into uh, the two other genres we've got: Walking Dead. Are you a Walking Dead fan? I am not. I I watched the first season. This is a common thing with me. I watched the first season and fell out of it. But to me, The Walking Dead is EastEnders with zombies. Yeah. I said it's two during the week. It's like. The world has ended, there's zombies everywhere, but they're still having a hissy fit and a domestic <laughs> love too. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, uh, it's, it's, it's exactly what I was saying about CW. It's, it's like they've, they've just created a show, they've, they've really just replicated a show and dressed them up. And they called them zombies, but it's still the same show as every other show. It's got, it's got really no, it doesn't mean any, nothing matters about death or them actually being zombies. It's kind of an irrelevance to the whole thing. It's just, it's just a soap opera. Yeah, who's getting off with who? <laughs> That's yeah. all it is. Like, in the first episode, the guy comes back, and instead of the wife being overjoyed or whatever that this guy's come back, she thought he was dead and everything. It's like, but I'm kind of with this other guy now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But, you know, there's a second one. There's, there's, there's another thing called the fear, fear the walking dead. I presume that's a, that's an offshoot of walking dead. I'm not sure what this is exactly. Do you know what it is? Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, what did the world look like as it was transforming into the horrifying apocalypse depicted in The Walking Dead? This spin-off set in ho- in Los Angeles, following new characters as they face the beginning of the end of the world. Right. So, it, so this is basically NCISLA or whatever it's called. Uh, is it like a prequel as well? So it's before the whole thing? No, it's happens. just in a different place. All right. So it's... CSI New York. CSI, CSI New York, CSI Miami. <laughs> yeah. So it's Jesus East, Christ. It's and not East yeah. Enders, it's Carnation Street. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, people are so stupid. But yeah. to people that aren't stupid are people that watch Fargo. Have you ever seen that? It's fantastic. I've seen both the movie and the series. Both are fantastic. I don't know. Do you you I assume you It's love- very it's very smart, it's very wordy. It it doesn't tend to. I'd imagine it doesn't appeal to the same people that watch The Walking Dead or EastEnders. No, probably not. It's worth it for the accent alone, you know. <laughs> the accent <laughs> is fantastic. <laughs> it's a, no, Minnesota, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so, very. It, I I love it because I watch a lot. Obviously, we watch a lot of American TV, but I watch a lot of American sports as well. So I get into that whole the whole um, what part of the country, the nuances of their accents and stuff. Uh, they are very, very good. Um, very good at it. In the first series, uh, is it, it's Martin Freeman, isn't it? Yeah, he, he's very good at it. He is, and his wife, who is the most annoying person in the world. <laughs> yeah. 
that because that's a big part of the story like but she uh i would it, it's one of those things <laughs> i don't think you can really set up you just either need to watch it or not and and you need to give it time as well because it's a slow burner this is not this is not like stuff's blowing up and people are getting shot this is you know it's about characters yeah it's a show about the asshole of nowhere in the snow yeah basically yeah absolutely drama but yeah Watch it kind of it, it kind of reminds me a bit of something Tarantino would make. It's not as over the top, but it's uh, do you know what I mean? It's a Coen Brothers thing. Is I think it's much more like a Coen Brothers thing. But I do know what you mean. It's like it's it, there is always hidden meanings. It's, it's a lot of deep stuff goes on. Yeah, they take something that's really boring and really innocuous and make it to bring it to life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. it is it's, uh, the movie. I think the first series is sort of like a it's like a loose relation to the movie like a a remake of the movie type thing yeah loosely they're not really related in it at all so you but the can point is that it's not about anything anyway so yeah it, it could be just about gone for 50 50 series as long yeah. as the writing and between the relationships are good yeah i think the second season's a before it isn't it it's a prequel i don't know i hadn't I noticed i have to say i think it's in the 60s or the 70s i'm pretty sure but it is oh. it's it is fantastic uh it was on over here, wasn't it? I think it's on yeah. Netflix at the minute. Yeah, it's on. It's on over here for sure. Do we? I think we watch a lot of TV, you know. Um, <laughs> just really? the opposite end of the spectrum. Chicago Fire. Has anybody ever seen Chicago Fire? It's in really Chicago PD as well, isn't it? They're, oh, they're... Chicago P- PD is shocking. Apart from it's got the hot girl from uh, the OC in it, Brooke. Brooke. Which one Brooke. was that? The dark-haired one. The only one I remember. That didn't summer. get married. No, it's gone. It's a oh, while ago. Man. Look up Brooke. She is hot. Uh, but yeah, she is in it as a grown-up. And the Chicago PD, that's terrible. Chicago Fire, also terrible. Birds, there's when- me being sexist. This is It's a bird show. Um, my wife lo- watches it. She doesn't love it, but she watched the first t- three series. And she. this is literally her filler. This is probably what she's watching while I'm doing this podcast because there's nothing else to watch tonight. Um, and she's got like the whole, nearly the whole of the fourth series or the third series uh, on Apple TV to watch because they're so terrible, but they've got a couple of really handsome blokes in. Why not? Whatever t- whatever passes your time. Fireman. They take their shirts off, and one That's... of them is very handsome. I can see that he's very handsome myself. So, did you, Speaking of Allfire, did you ever watch Rescue Me? Rescue Me was a great – it was a great show. Don't compare them because that I, was I, a I, great I, show. I, yeah, I'm just that just reminded me of that show, and I really missed that show. Yeah, that yeah, show. that was a beauty. Fantastic! I think uh, Janet Gavin has to be one of the most irritating women on the planet. <laughs> but she was quite hot for a skinny girl. Yeah, um, but you love to hate her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But Dennis Leary, he's uh, have you seen his newest thing called Drugs, Sex, and Rock and Roll? That's no. what it's called. Sounds it's, yeah, it's like he was a member of Sex Pistols and they split up and then and then he's had this horrible life since then because he he was the most famous person in the world and he just did drugs for 30 years and his mates grew up and they've got proper jobs or one of them is still a rock star. Um, and yeah, it's hard. It's just it's rubbish, absolute rubbish. And we're already nearly through a whole series and it's been picked Sounds up Sounds okay. Well. I like uh, I like premise like yeah I, yeah but it's really not and I love Dennis Leary yeah he's he is excellent and he was excellent in Rescue Me as well because he can actually he's funny and he can do dramatic as well yeah 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 absolutely I'll tell you what's not excellent the Vampire Diaries 
<laughs> and 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 not I'm... not 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 to finish with the Vampire Diaries, they made they made a spin off, the originals. Is is that the Vampire Diaries as well? It's a prequel to the Vampire Diaries. Fucking my my girlfriend's little sister loves this show, and if I yeah. say anything bad about it, I'll never hear the end of it. But it should be for little sisters. Yeah, well, should not watch the show. It should not be discussed on Facebook amongst mums. It's, it's just a, terrible. It's got a few hotties in it, though. It's got Ian Smolderholder. It's got that girl Dobrev in it. Dobrev. Yeah, Nina yeah, yeah. Dobrev. Nina Dobrev. Yeah. It's just a terrible show. Absolutely terrible show. But I've honestly never seen it. But it sounds like Twilight on TV. Oh, God, it's brutal. Yeah. For women. It's just one of those shows that they went... It literally, it's, it's a TV show by numbers. Oh, vampires are famous at the moment. Women yeah, well, love vampires. Let's make a TV show out of them. Zombies, and they did. Zombies and vampires is what... Fucking appalling. But just, saying that, we've got Marvel. Or yes. DC Comics. Oof. And there are lots of those coming out. We've got uh, Arrow. Watch yes. it. It's awesome. Uh, Flash. I'm very excited to see the second series of Flash. More than than the fourth or... Are we on third or fourth season? The fourth season of Arrow. I, I'm still going to watch it. And it got really good by the end of the third season, I thought. I See, I've not seen the end of the third. I The first two where he's on the island, I actually thought the island bit was the best bit of the show. See, yeah. if, if they made a separate show just about the island, I would I would have watched that because I watched it just in anticipation of the island all of the time. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, the other bit just seems sort of filler to me. And then now he's not on the island, it's kind of a bit harder to watch it, I find. Oh, he was but, on the island quite a lot, but then but they replaced the island with um China. Uh, no, <laughs> Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, there's a little bit of, a little bit of Hong Kong in there. Yeah, um, see, I got that far. I got into where he's now in Hong Kong doing stuff. Uh, okay, yeah, but it ended up without spoiling too much. Ra's al Ghul is a, a large part of the third series and was, where he lives. Because always going to go there. Yeah, I, the end of this, the end of this, the third series, I thought was the best part of the of any of the series. Because Ra's al Ghul's daughter was in it for a couple of seasons. The one that looks like uh, Olivia. Mom. Yes, no, she's Olivia. in it as well. She's still in it now. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Who she was? Uh, she played Sarah Connor. No, she played Terminator in the Terminator series. Oh, the Sarah Con- Sarah Connor Chronicles, or whatever you call. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she just looks like Olivia Munn to me. She does. She does. Olivia Munn is awesome, and Newsroom is awesome. But we're not talking about Newsroom. The other best bit of uh, of the Arrow, without a shadow of a doubt, is Emily Bett Rickards. Who's that? Felicity Smoke. Felicity Smoke. Yes, uh, a woman. A woman who can get. Get on with computers, yeah. Just to start oh, my own heart, <laughs> exactly. And she can go on the Flash, <laughs> which is which I I actually prefer the Flash. The Flash is a bit more lighthearted too, which I like. Yeah, bit more. doesn't take itself too too seriously. It's a cartoon. Yeah, it's check check your brain at the door, and you'll have a lot of fun. Basically, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm I'm because I sound like a bit of a TV snob about these things because I get annoyed by Blacklist, uh, but it's only when the premise is supposed to be smart. Yeah, when the show knows, and then you have is, to take your brain out. It's fine. It, yeah, absolutely. Show, show says, "Look, this isn't going to be. This isn't going to be Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? This, this is. If I'm South is, Park, I'm South Park. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Gotham, for example, I don't know what Gotham. Gotham's coming back in at the end of September. It's another. It's a DC one. Yep. But it kind of tries to be a bit smarter, but I don't think it's really achieving it too well. No, I agree. Agents of Shield is the same. Yeah. The Agents of Shield. What got me about the Agents of Shield was your guy was dead, 
and now he's not dead. And then there's that whole elf in the room, why he's not dead. (laughs) 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 That whole thing again where he keeps chucking it around. It just annoys me. But Gotham, I like Gotham. I like the sort of tone of Gotham, but a lot of the characters are a bit overplayed for me. It's a bit, I don't know, like uh, Gia Pinkett Smith isn't doing it. She's not one of my favorite characters. She's phoning it in for me. Do you know what I mean? She's not she's not really there. She's there to make the money. The other guy, what do you call him? The guy that's like the boss of it all. Have you watched Gotham, have you? Yeah, I, 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 I tried really hard to like it. I watched the whole series. I, I bet I, I really just didn't like it. But I tried really hard to because I, I love Marvel stuff. And it's like they keep hinting towards the Joker as well. This is what DC, DC's trump card ever since Heath Ledger well, even before Heath Ledger is the Joker, they're even yeah. doing it in Suicide Squad and everything. They're just hinting at the Joker all the time, and they just every so often they'll tease you with a wee bit of Joker, and that's sort of there to keep you interested. And it's a bit too much for me. I just can't yeah, really bother with it. The good is like the Joker. The Joker's in the, the in the su- the whole Suicide Squad movie thing is uh, is the Jared Leto. Um, who was in Dallas Cowboy Club, just won the Oscar for Best best Supporting Actor or something. And mm-hmm. he happens to be... I'm looking at him right now. Actually, I'm looking at three pictures of him on my bedroom wall. Is He would be the man my wife would marry. <laughs> is he in the picture frames around your house? Oh, yeah, it? no, the picture frames. So we've got, I've got a calendar, I've got a poster, and we've got one... A huge wall in our, in our bedroom has... Um, has like about four hundred drawn on picture frames on a, on the wallpaper, and they're filled with uh, like photo memories from us. So like it's our favorite TV show when we were kids, like little cutouts. I've got a Great American Superhero. I've got the X Files. I've got a picture of Stevie G. I've got uh, and places we've been like uh, eighty six World eighty uh, six FA Cup final tickets and stuff like that stuck on the wall. So we've got this big huge mem- memory wall. And she's got one, two, three, four, five pictures of Jared Leto. Are you sure they're not yours? <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have a, a picture of Jessica Biel. Ah, where'd she go? <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, and it was only really in defence. She's not a great preference. I love she's got a great ass, but it was literally there because she keeps putting semi-naked pictures of men up. So I thought I better. <laughs> So it was like a, a retaliation strike. Yeah, retaliation strike. <laughs> I see. Oh, have you seen uh, Empire? No, I've not. Uh, Empire is the one with uh, the girl out of uh, what do you call it? The black girl. There are lots of black girls in it. Yeah, well, she's out of uh, Person of Interest. Never watched watch, it. Never watched Person of Interest. Uh, no, she's detective in it. And she's the main star, is she not? She's some sort of music mogul or uh, something. She. Taraji P. Henson. That's the one. Um, she's in Empire and Persons of Interest. Yep, that's the one. You're yeah. right. Joss Carter. Yeah, no, I never saw it. No. And Persons of Interest. Hadn't it got one of the guys from Lost in it? No. Lost? Yeah. Maybe. I wasn't really big into Lost. I watched the sort of in and out of the first season, but it just got. Oh, sure. Jim Caviezel in it. Yeah, Jim Caviezel's in it. And he's excellent in it, too. It's yeah, I sh- love him. You'd probably like it's another one. Check your brain at the door. It doesn't try to be anything else, but it, it's actually 
it it started before the whole uh, Edward Snowden thing, and now that the Edward Snowden thing came out, oh, right. the show the point. show actually starts to look a lot smarter. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're all right. like, "This could never happen," and now it's like, <laughs> it actually did. Wait, this is actually happening. Do you know what I mean? So I I would advise watching that. It's not it's not in my autumn. I don't think it's back in the autumn. I think it's uh next places of interest yeah, yeah no i don't i'm, I'm seeing i've got i'm seeing on my list or the list you sent me either i know it's coming no. back i just think it's in the january february i get so mixed up with oh, okay. when Loads it's come back yeah but uh, if you get if you get a chance empire catch up it's only 10 episodes first series second series just uh it starts next week it's huge isn't it i think it came out of like it's nowhere a big deal it's a big deal because it's a big like street thing like each episode has so i suppose it's Thinking about it, it's a it's a grown up urban glee. I was just about to say it's kind of come out of nowhere, like Glee did. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't actually thought. I really enjoyed it. Now I'm not going to watch it anymore. <laughs> so it's like a, a hip hop glee. It's a hip hop glee. Every episode, uh, there, there are one or two songs because it's about um, a music a music company, basically. That um, this gangster comes from nowhere and his family, uh, and he's built. He's basically Puff Daddy. And yeah. he's got th- he's got three sons, and his wife's been in prison for seventeen years. That comes out because she was doing the time that he to basically cover for him because he was a drug dealer. Uh, but the show's brilliant. It's this big high drama. I think she's based uh, that girl that's in per- person of interest. I'm not going to attempt her name. I think she's based on a real person. I think. Oh, okay. There's like a real hip hop like mogul. Girl, yeah, it's the very possible. Runs, Cookie, isn't it? Her, her name's Cookie Lions in the uh, yeah. In the I knew it was something ridiculous. <laughs> Cookie Lions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should hear some of her come and get me. You know, you know, something like "Get rid of that bitch before you get nookie from the cookie." <laughs> was here. Have you met my wife, Cookie? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Uh, delightful. Sounds, delightful. Sounds sexist of anything. <laughs> Uh, what else have uh, we got coming? Uh, oh, uh, the grinder. I want to talk about this. I think this is probably the last thing we've. Uh, yeah, we've covered everything else. Uh, and go the grinder. Did, have you watched it? It's not out yet. There's no pilot being. Uh, it's been leaked. It's inadvertently new. leaked. If you've been listening to the first or second episode, you'll know that uh, Rob Lowe's probably my man crush. <laughs> I love Rob Lowe too. He probably is. Is he on my wall? I think. No, he's he, probably he's probably my wife's second favorite. Yeah, he is on my wall. Sent almost fires over there. If it was on my wall, it'd be my own picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's fantastic. He's from the West Wing, and he's in Californication as well with the greatest character of all time, Eddie Nero. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's way. a law thing, isn't it? <laughs> yes, that's another law thing. So if you're into law or whatever, but it's comedy. It's not serious, like with Good Wife. Oh, okay. So it's sort of a a comedy. Sort of. I don't know if you ever watched a show like The Defenders. Did you? No. What else? We have Franklin and Bash. I know exactly the type you're talking about. I didn't see any of them. No. I think it might be a bit like that, but it's got Rob Lowe in it. So happy days. Rob Lowe is awesome. Yeah. No. I I can see. I'm just looking at the at the uh, poster, and that looks like it's like a big family sat on a sofa. Yeah, I could get the things. Thirty minutes. Twenty one minutes. Yeah. So Rob Lowe. Anything Rob Lowe related, just watch it. I don't even have to tell you what's in it. Rob Lowe is a very, very, very handsome man. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, just watch it. It's fine. 
is he is a very very handsome man, and uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. Especially for his age, you should look for. Yeah, you know, he's even. I think he's. In, he might even be a little bit older than me. Uh, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> but you should. You should look for tips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll try. I'll, I'll see what his workout regimen is like. I, yeah. I obviously can't keep up with the uh, with the arrow. No. Uh, he is fifty-one. He's fifty-one. Fifty-one. Christ, he's catching up on you. Yeah, yeah, he is a couple of years behind. That's all. <laughs> What's Stephen Amell? How old is Stephen Amell? Thirty-four. Yeah, I can't even do Stephen Amell's workout. I'm twenty-six. <laughs> Child, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm twelve. Yeah, new- my, my twelve-year-old over there. Yeah, that sounds sounds wrong. Yeah. So many <laughs> sounded better in my head. Yeah. Will we move on to? Oh, do you know what we? Uh, what Hall of Fame? What what Hall of Fame we got this week? Have you uh, have you thought about it at all? I actually haven't. Uh, have you been thinking about anything? Yeah. Really... The, well, the idea was behind the uh, the greatest high profile launches that happened to turn into really good movies as well. Uh, really good TV shows as well. So yeah, so so you you always get like uh, starts in in July usually, and uh, whatever big company Sony or HBO or one of the Showtime, they they put a, a lot of money in their um, their pre release marketing, don't they? And so it leaks over here sometimes, sometimes not because it's it's, pro- it's more prevalent now than it was like five years ago even, but. I think the 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 biggest launch investment I that I remember is of a great show that turned out to be shit in the end, but it 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 really did change TV, and we've talked about it already in the show. Is um, Twenty Four? Yeah. the The marketing behind Twenty Four was fantastic and very high budget. It was it was one of those big. It was the first time I remember them investing uh, like movie money into a TV show. And it really did change the way we watch TV, change the way TV is is recorded, change the way stories are told on TV. And I, I, yeah, I don't really have any uh, competition for it, really. In this, uh... no, I I would agree with Twenty Four being in the Hall of Fame. Uh, it came out when I actually was twelve. Yeah. <laughs> in in and Jesus. around that, because I remember being in secondary school, and it was like nothing anyone else had ever done it was in real time it was that single sort of camera thing yeah the whole shaking camera thing that everybody sort of tries to emulate now but it just makes you have motion sickness handy cam stuff yeah yeah uh and it was just i remember i think it was on bbc2 over here wasn't it, it was bbc2 it was yeah. it was it was on bbc2 it was like nearly a year after it came out in america and it was on bbc2 i remember i i ended up watching it do you remember do you remember the BBC Two used to show Amer- popular American shows at about yeah. eleven o'clock at night? Yeah, I do. I think that's how I found How I Met Your Mother as well. And you would never know which episode you were on. It would be, it would just, just pop randomly up. Come up. Yeah, it was never in any sort of order, and you'd always miss the one in between. You'd always end up missing an episode, but that's how I got into it. So I ended up watching it. I, I, I think twenty four. I think twenty four in England. Twenty four in England was. Uh, I don't think anybody watched it until the second series. It started to catch some real buzz at halfway through this, the first series. But in America, it was big budget release, and it. it, it I don't know. It was a time when I think maybe because I think Sky as as great as they've been for sport in England. I think they've been 
equally terrible for TV production. In yeah, in, in the amount of money they've invested in TV production, which is really not a lot, in how they've limited what other companies can put on their TVs, uh, on their on their channels, on their networks. Yeah. This is what I was saying earlier, like, that's why Netflix and Amazon are sort of bucking the trend and sort of setting up yours to Sky, because Sky have been yeah, have been stifling. Yeah, and that, it? alongside alongside people people that might be like us, uh, in in a way of just watching the damn thing anyway, they've made them invest some money in things other than football, so that they had to get these big shows over early. And so the last couple of series, I think maybe even only the last series of 24 in England, it was next night. Yeah, it was on Sky. On America, then on on Sky the next night. What I hate about Sky is the fact that they still, like, I remember Prison Break season one was on Channel 5, but then Sky came in and stole it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you wanted to watch it, you had to buy Sky. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that was generally the premise of, the, of, of Sky, wasn't it? The exclusivity. Yeah, but they, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, but definitely. So twenty four, I think twenty four deserves to be in the Hall of Fame anyway. Yeah, you have no competition for me. Uh, twenty four would have been one of my suggestions anyway. So I think definitely. Awesome, and I think we're going to scratch the uh, Fernando Torres Award this week. I apologise to everybody, but I had we've we've been on for an hour and a half, and uh, and I've completely uh, forgotten my original uh, ideas of, of what the award was going to be about this week. So, you know, we'll be fine. We'll catch up at some stage. We'll all, Maybe we'll award two next time. I think it had molded into something else anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think, it's a, I think it's, it's a great transient award to give it to, like in a Dave kind of, uh, Dave Hendricks kind of way, give it to whoever we think we, we want to pick on that week. Yeah, like the Glenson, it was the Glenson Award, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, we could, we yeah, the Glenson Award. We could absolutely give the Glenson Award this week to uh, the leftovers. That's no to <laughs> just Homeland. Just... <laughs> Homeland is what I'm after. No, uh, yeah, to to the the show that should have been great. Oh, maybe even Blacklist. Yeah, that might we, be the worst. So we're going to start a fight because Homeland, that, Homeland actually was good for a while. Homeland was good in the first. It should have been one season. It's one yeah. of these things again where they've taken a foreign show and then they've tried to extend it into Western crap. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely terrible. But I think we're probably about done with those things. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully this has been informative. Do we do we want to maybe just run down when those shows are coming out? I, do you know what we will? I think it's a good idea to uh, to post them on the on the Twitter. So so come and check us out on the Box Podcast, and I'll post them on there now. So they'll be they'll be out and available whenever um, Gags decides to put this up uh, on the what's that thing we have the AI podcast channel. It's an app, people. It's free. There is something like forty hours of free content every month for free. Probably twenty five hours talking about your beloved Liverpool because I don't imagine you're listening to this unless you're a fan of said club. And it's free, and we've got sensational stuff that's that's unique and available nowhere else. In like the uh, Tompkins Times stuff is just amazing. Uh, the the analysis in there is phenomenal. We've got uh, Satch and the Runner, the inner workings of the journalists' minds. You've got the genius of On the Box and <laughs> uh, and Movie Night, which you know light hearted stuff that that will get you to work in the morning. Yeah, it's exactly. free. Just download the bloody thing. It's great for the for the going going to work and by the commute. It is fantastic. It's revolutionised my commute anyway. Because absolutely, I, 
for a job, I have to drive everywhere, so I am never without. It's it's like you're not on your own. Do you know what I mean? Me too. It means you don't have to listen to the shite that's on the radio. Yeah, Nick Grimshaw and whatever the heck he's peddling. Blow my goddamn brains out. And yeah. uh, and the new channel that's coming out the next week of the dickhead that does the breakfast show, the fat guy that's not fat anymore. Chris Moyers. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that cottony twat that used to be on Big Breakfast. Johnny Vaughan. Johnny oh. Vaughan. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, so so sack that sh- shite off and uh, just download the uh, the app. It's available in the App Store. I know it's not an Android yet, but you know, and it's going to be in the next. I think there's, I think they're starting to work on it now, so it won't be it won't be too long when it's out. It'll be out for the time for the second generation of uh, of the upgrade. So yeah, get on it. It's so good. You should go out and buy an iPhone just to get it. Yes, <laughs> you should. <laughs> we should just buy an iPhone anyway, but that's. That's a whole different argument. <laughs> Amen. Um, so, well, that's episode three. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. I have. Uh, so, see you next time. See you later. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.